0: Some point we just wrapped up Joe week nine. Wow, <laughs> not close, really. No, seventeen. No. <laughs> you guys have no idea with how much confidence he just said week seventeen.
1: <laughs> week eleven. No. Thirteen.
0: 13. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Slim Jimmy's favorite football podcast. Uh, Slim Jimmy. I'm joined by my illustrious oh, producer, man. Joe Teason. How's it going, my friend?
1: Really good. I'm actually glad you brought up Slim Jimmy.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, we were just talking about him a little we bit were. before the uh, before the podcast. For, for those that uh, don't know, who
1: is Slim Jimmy? Uh, basically, Slim Jimmy is the uh, better half. The better half. Of uh, a rap group uh, yeah. collective uh, called Race Remmerd. Race Remmerd. So yeah, uh,
0: he's kind of like the unsung hero of of the group, sort of like the Ringo Star, yeah, of of Race Kind of
1: like the like the uh, like the um, Louis Tomlinson, <laughs> Louis Tomlinson of, of one, one Direction. Of One Direction. What uh, which one is that? The One Direction. Yeah, because you don't know. That's no, I don't.
0: Is that the blonde one?
1: No, that's
0: Nile. Okay. No, I actually don't know. I do Louis know
1: and I do know all of them. Lu- <laughs> Louis don't is, make me okay, say no. Them. Here,
0: let me give me another shot. Okay. To guess which one Louie is. Uh
1: short hair, brown. Okay. Zane also has short brown no, hair. No,
0: but Zane, I know which one Zane is. Zane is like the really beautiful hair now and like he's like a big I don't know. He's like No, wait, no. Zane is the dark hair, black. Harry is the one with the hair. Harry Obviously. Harry has the hat, Harry styles. Yeah. And then there's Zane. He's the so I do know them all. Louis. Yes. Is he the one that's Irish or Scottish or. You know what? more
1: than me, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> I actually know a lot. I was. This is a <laughs> test. Uh, I don't know that much about them.
0: Okay. Well, apparently I do know all of them. Which
1: one was the blonde one? Uh, his name was Niall Horan. Niall Horan. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And they all went on to make their own music. That's crazy. Good for them. Slim Jimmy, it's time for you to go Slim on and make Jimmy, your, it's time make for your you. own music. Your your buddy Ray tremmer has been... Or, sorry, one more time. <laughs> Fail. Your buddy... Oh, what's his name? Your buddy Sway Lee has been doing it for years. Now yeah. it's your turn. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sway
0: Lee's all over uh, Spider-Man. He's making yeah. that Sunflower song with Post Malone. Mm-hmm. What else is he doing? What else... You got the, uh, he had
1: that one song with French Montana that French was really Montana. popular. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, sing it for me once. Unforgettable. Unforgettable. Yeah, you are. Go, go ahead. Okay, that's fine. I <laughs> that was bad to um, you. But... For most people listening to the podcast, this, they have still no clue who Slim Jimmy is. Uh, this is the average Joe football show, in case you didn't know. We will talk football at some point. We just wrapped up Joe week. Nine. Wow. <laughs> Not close, really. No, 17. No. <laughs> you guys have no idea with how much confidence he just said week 17. <laughs> week
1: 11. No. 13. 13. Yeah.
0: First try, baby. First try. Great thing is that you can edit the podcast so you can make it seem like you got it first. First try,
1: try great guy. First you know?
0: try, great guy. Yes. Week 13 of the NFL season. Another wild, wild week. Mm. in the 2020 NFL season, what has been a wild week. And we will get to football. Obviously, we'll get to football uh, at some point. Uh, before we, we go any further, quick shout-out to the miked Up Podcast.
1: Joe, stop staring at me. No, you're dinging up. You're, you keep you, making when you noise. Do that, your ring, Sorry. Your ring hits the I'm, mic. I'm messing with my mic again. Joe hates it when I do that. Joe does his thing whenever we record, is he... He never has his hand off the mic, and he's just twisting and just over-tightening this knob constantly.
0: Yeah, and now we've actually had to change mic stands because I yeah, broke the other and one. Yeah, now I have to fix his. Well, listen, if, when you're the host, one day you'll understand. Okay. Oh. Hosts need to twist some knobs into... Uh... <laughs> Anyways, listen to the mic Up podcast uh, with Billy, Nick, and Mike. They're now, for now, exclusively a football podcast. Actually. Yeah, yeah they changed it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. We they have to pay us obviously for the rights to do that. Yeah. Um, but like, de- and it wasn't cheap. No, absolutely not.
1: If you made them pay, like,
0: no. Well, but it's like we kind of came up with a whole football podcast. Like we're yeah, like, it's like we were the first football podcast on the internet. Yeah, uh, and, like, and then you know, yeah.
1: People started coming in, yeah, ex- flooding in. Ex- and exactly.
0: Then- it's like you know, if you can't just use Mickey Mouse. You can't just like, oh, Mickey Mouse is there. Let me just have him now. No, yeah. you got to pay for that. You have to pay for that. you got to, yeah. And it's like, There's some kind of copyright, some kind of trademark. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you cannot use um, football. But, yeah, we made them pay. But, you know, they're still a decent podcast. Uh, I'm just kidding. They're a really great podcast, super fun guys. Uh, they have a lot of fun. Sometimes more fun than us, I would say. <laughs>
1: um well, they have like five guys sitting in a night in a room just having a great old time yeah and they're we're southern, two, and we're two losers yeah. sitting in my
0: bedroom two loser white boys and <laughs> nowhere Canada talking about <laughs> a sport that nobody here even watches uh but no positive vibes um, <laughs> positive, <laughs> positive vibes, vibes for today. Speaking of positive vibes make sure you leave us a five star rating mm. on Apple podcast and if you do that, on Apple Podcasts, you leave us a five-star rating, a five-star review. When you go to leave us a review, uh, you can write a personalized message in that review. Whatever you write in that personalized message, we will say on the podcast. But,
1: like, it has to be directed. It mm. has to be, like... like. Yeah, well, You know it, what I mean? It's not like they say, this was a great podcast. Yeah. We say, this person said this was a great podcast. No, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be
0: something like, let's, let's make it you worth have, our while here. You
1: have to say, like... Shout this out, say this. Yeah,
0: or like a funny joke that you have or something, you know, super crude or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so do that. Make sure you follow us on social medias at underscore average joe show. Uh, And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. That wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys have, (laughs) just kidding. That would have been nice. That would have been. Can you imagine if we could go home and sleep now? Uh, A quick edit and a uh, a quick edit and a a good night. We could upload this by tonight, probably,
1: in probably thirty minutes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I don't, Joe. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into every single game from week thirteen of the NFL season.
1: I do want to say that um, I'm, I think, going to win in our fantasy league. Oh, um, that's
0: funny because I don't think you will. I think I'm third place right now. Uh, yeah, but so. the thing is, is that this was the last week of the regular season. And I really, really hate to do this to you live on the podcast, break this news to you. This was the last week of the regular season. So, I now will most likely bump into first place. Uh, and then our good buddy, Joel, will go into second place. He was formerly first place in our division. You will be third place, which is respectable. We all actually have the same record. Uh. But only the two top teams in each division go to the playoffs. So I'm still gonna get the money, honey, <laughs> right? No, that's literally the opposite of what I'm telling you right now. You're you're so not. you're get- saying
1: I'm not gonna get the dough. Bro? No,
0: dough, dough ray me. I think that's how it works. Is uh, I'm pretty sure the playoffs are starting this week. All, th- <sighs> although I'm a commissioner for the first time, uh, this year, and there's you know I'm not doing a great job of it at all times. Uh but you know, I could be wrong, but but I won. You won yeah, you did win. You you put a big win up again. Another dominating win by you. Uh give us a rundown. What was the final score on that?
1: Final score I went against our other good buddy Justin. Justin. Uh, and um I beat him one oh four point twelve to eighty one. Wow twelve.
0: That's tough, Justin.
1: Yeah. Well, actually Justin oh Justin Tucker scored zero points. Well, he's playing right now. So he's playing right now, actually. <laughs> so uh, he needs to make 23 points. And that's impossible, I would say, probably. Well, uh, <laughs> you ever seen somebody kick a 50-yard field goal?
0: <laughs> yes, probably. Not probably. For sure I've seen somebody kick a 50-yard field goal. Uh, I don't think it's worth 23 points. But speaking of the game, there's a game going on right now for the second uh,
1: week. Week in a row.
0: Week in a row. The Baltimore Ravens are playing a game that is super inconvenient to the podcast. We were like when we started this podcast, hey, uh, you know, when the season starts, we'll record on Tuesday because that way all the games are over. Uh, and then we'll get to upload it and then get ready for the next week. But because COVID has been a complete mess and, you know, games are being played every single day of the week. Essentially, the Ravens and Cowboys are playing right now. Uh, right now, so that game will not be reviewed on today's podcast. But we're gonna talk about every other game from week thirteen, uh, just like we usually do. We're gonna go through our picks. You know, maybe talk uh, a little playoffs as the playoffs are coming down to the and wire.
1: Talk a little, uh, little uh, special. Uh...
0: Okay, yeah, I almost forgot. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna do the honors? No. Do you, Are we thinking of the same thing?
1: I'm pregnant? <laughs> Don't say that. Then no. Don't say that.
0: People are going to listen to this podcast and actually freak out. Now you're... It's
1: impossible for me to be pregnant, Joe.
0: Well, you, but some people say when their wives are pregnant, they say that they're pregnant as well. Oh, okay. So now, you know, your your brother or, your, or, or somebody listening to this podcast, just shut it off right that second. <laughs> yeah. And they ran and they were excited uh, that you're pregnant, but you're not actually pregnant. Yeah. But no, the surprise. Oops. Next week, Joe, what's going on next week?
1: On next, the podcast uh, next week, we're gonna have a little bit of a, a little bit of a special guest. A special actually. guest, yeah. We're gonna have a special guest. Uh, it's gonna be the first time we've ever actually done that. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be new. It's gonna be exciting. Um, I'm gonna have to figure it out how we're gonna do it. Yeah. I need to find a chair. Another chair. <laughs> That's um, really the biggest thing. That right is the now. biggest deal. I need uh, to find another bar height chair. <laughs> so if you guys have any bar height uh, <laughs> like stools or chairs, uh, I'd appreciate just... Make so sure you quick. give us
0: a five-star uh, review on Apple yeah. Podcast and then tell us where we can pick up your chair. I
1: will rent <laughs> I um, will. <laughs> for a fair fee, but um, yeah.
0: Uh, I would actually prefer renting. I don't really have any place yeah. to put this bar, bar height chair. Uh, fun fact, just a little peek behind the curtain uh we don't even have two bar height. so we're sitting at a bar height <laughs> table uh we don't even have two of them i'm sitting on a bar height uh chair yeah and joe what are you sitting Can we just on? call it a bar stool a bar stool well it's not a stool though it's got like a back
1: what do you call it? okay a bar chair
0: okay fine bar chair okay joe what are you sitting on
1: i'm sitting on a regular on a regular chair from my kitchen table <laughs> It has a wooden box on top of it.
0: <laughs> like, a, like a wee little boy. So
1: I am taller than Joe Thank when we're sitting here. All right. Let
0: me just adjust real quick. It's going to set up set up tall. Okay. Uh, you can't tell because we're very far away from each other, but I am still taller. Uh, we are just completely all over the place right now. We should maybe get to football, right? Or you got anything else you want to say? Next week, special guest. Special Make guest. sure you tune yes. in.
1: It's going to be very
0: nice. It's going to be... It's going to be wild. It's going to be fast. It's going to be furious. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be comedic. You know, Joe, what else is it going to be?
1: Wow. Honestly, it's going to be funny. Funny. It's going to be crazy. Crazy. It's going to be wild. It's going to be silly. It's going to be sporty. Honestly, it might get silly. Yeah. It might get a little intense. Whoa. It
0: might get a little heated. And at times... It might be a little bit random, honestly. <laughs>
1: and kind of quirky. A <laughs> yeah, little quirky Maybe and a little random. So uh, make
0: sure you tune in next week uh, when we have our very first
1: guest on the Average Joe football show. The very first time ever. And a little uh, a little uh, <laughs> spoiler, I guess, is his name rhymes with Matt Sticcombs. Matt <laughs> Sticcombs.
0: Wow, that's tough. So, if you guys can crack that code. Also, uh, this is not totally set in stone that we have a guest. So, if all of a sudden this guest canceled on us, this is going to make us look, look a fool. Um, yes. So, please guess if you're listening to this. Do not cancel on us because we've already wasted like 15 minutes of a podcast talking about how <laughs> you're going to be on next week. Uh, and I would look a fool. Uh, and make sure you go over speaking of looking at a fool go over to my instagram i'm gonna upload the picture or the videos of me getting slapped in the face no
1: way twice
0: by my good buddy right now or on on the release date uh it will be up it will be up by the time you hear this podcast okay so i'm not gonna say when because whenever <laughs> yeah, i do i don't do it didn't answer my question at all listen listen Being i'm not here whatever. to answer questions i'm here to talk football hit the music joe Week thirteen featured all but two teams in the NFL, so that means how many games, Joe? If there was only two teams not playing, uh, and how many teams are there in the NFL?
1: Thirty-two or thirty-four? Bullseye! Nope. we Got a
0: thirty-two. First try. Oh, nice. So, so minus two. It's
1: okay, thirty.
0: Yeah. Fifteen. Wow, ladies and gentlemen! It's
1: just quick. look at that. Fifteen games. Quick math. Can we do a segment where you like quiz me on? quick like addition addition and multiplication we're
0: we'll just work our way up to to eventually um like like tougher stuff like yeah. fractions like dividing <laughs> a fraction no, no 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 no. yeah but
1: i'm really good with my times tables like my 12 times tables <laughs> i can almost do that like yeah that's super really weird. fast
0: my wife is also really good i think at the 12s
1: no i just mean from 1 to 12 <laughs> like 1 two, three, four, five, you know how the times tables work Okay. From one to one to twelve, both lines, and you fill in the blanks. Mm. I'm really good at that. Okay, that's super cool. <laughs> Anyways, first game of this week was the Vikings <laughs> at the Raiders. The Joe, taking over. That was not a game that happened this week. That was that pretty was smooth, pretty close. The hey?
0: First game we're going to talk about. We didn't have a Thursday night game this week because, again, we're talking about COVID uh, affecting the 2020 NFL season. Uh, the first game that we're going to talk about is Sunday night or Sunday not night the opposite of night the daytime uh the Giants at the Seahawks in Seattle as the Baltimore Ravens just scored live on the podcast right now it's now six pending an extra point by Justin Tucker so it's automatically gonna be seven there it is right through the upright seven to three lead for uh the Baltimore Ravens speaking of this game real quick before we get in, into the game that I was already just teeing up the Baltimore Ravens game uh, versus the uh, Dallas Cowboys, Lamar Jackson just had a really nice touchdown run. Um, but before uh, the game started, Dez Bryant, the former Cowboy, playing against his former team, uh, w- it was kind of being hyped up, you know, D- Dez against his former team. Uh, and then right before the game started, Dez gets pulled off uh, while he's warming up to take a COVID test. And he tests positive for COVID. So
1: You they, have got yeah, to be kidding they me. They
0: yanked him out of the game, and he's not playing now. Uh, Do they
1: have reasonable doubt or like like suspicion that he had COVID?
0: I don't know. Everybody is quite suspicious about it. Yeah,
1: that sounds rigged. Yeah, that's because
0: <laughs> Jerry Jones, uh, the owner of the Cowboys, is already sort of a suspicious figure when it comes to the NFL. So it's like, what's what's going on here? And it's like, oh, and conveniently, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, a team that was riddled with COVID. Everybody else on their team didn't have COVID. They all were fine. But Dez, for some reason, has COVID now. And can't play in this game, and also if he has COVID and he was just warming up with his teammates, why are, are we? Not all be yeah. Why are they all playing the game? I think that the NFL and in the world in general, for sure, the world in general is making this up as we go. Like we have no clue because it happened in the MLB during the World Series, a player had COVID during a game. They found out and they just yanked him from the game, uh, and they just kept playing. It's like it's like how. Serious is it then? How worried are you really? If you're gonna just keep playing, I guess are they're like it's too late now. <laughs> Everybody then why not let them play? You know, I don't know. Anyways, the Giants played the Seahawks and had a huge upset over the Seattle Seahawks, 17 to 12 victory as the New York Football Giants, the leaders of the NFC East, now sitting at five and seven. I believe they started one and five. If I'm if if I'm not mistaken, they're on a four game. Win streak? No, they started one and seven. Holy smokes, one and seven, and they're now five and seven. Seattle moves down to eight and four. Uh, this was a surprising game. Uh, the Giants had been playing better uh, as of late, like we talked about a four-game win streak. Uh, but for them to go in and into Seattle, uh, which obviously is not as intimidating as it is when there's fans there, but that for regardless, for them to go into Seattle uh, and and beat them. Uh, with Colt McCoy at quarterback who passed for 105 yards, a touchdown and an interception. And real quick, we're gonna get this out of the way at the top of the podcast, that gets Colt McCoy, our average Joe of the week. Congratulations to our boy Colt McCoy. He went 13 for 22, 105 yards, did have an interception, but he also had a touchdown. So it kind of evens out. He didn't do anything amazing. He didn't do anything awesome. Uh, he wasn't spectacular, but he got the job done. So congratulations Colt McCoy. And congratulations to the Giants who, like we said, they're rounding together. Their defense is playing well. I talked about uh, on my power rankings before the season started, how I I, genuinely thought that the Giants might have the worst defense in the history of the NFL. And I was very mistaken uh, as guys like Leonard Williams are playing actually fairly well uh, to start the season, or to not start the season, it's week 13. But Leonard Williams is having a career year in a contract year. Uh, and, and James Bradbury, the big free agent signing, he uh, is playing really well. And that defense has been playing well the last couple weeks. Uh, and, and they gave Russell Wilson uh, some troubles as he went uh, 263 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, and Russell Wilson, you know, he I don't think he's any longer uh, an MVP candidate. It seemed like a lock a few weeks in the season that Russell Wilson was going to win MVP. You can, I think, you can almost in pen say that he's not going to win the MVP. He's probably not going to get his first MVP vote. Uh, the Seahawks are struggling. Uh, they look on and off week 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 in and week out. Uh, but this was a really good win uh, for the Giants defense. They finished with five sacks uh, and two turnovers of the C- Seahawks. And turnovers have been a huge issue uh, for for Seattle and especially for Russell Wilson. And then on to the next game. Speaking of huge. Uh, victories and surprising victories Uh, the Cleveland Browns go into Tennessee and the the score is close it's 41 to 35 victory for the Cleveland Browns who are now nine and three they lock up a winning season for the first time in forever uh, as the Titans drop to eight and four Um, Baker Mayfield balled out early in this game I mean he came out firing On all cylinders, we talk about the way to beat the Tennessee Titans is to not let them get a lead, not let Derrick Henry run the clock out and just beat up your defense, and that's exactly what the Cleveland Browns did. As Baker Mayfield finished with 334 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and Cleveland scored on its first five possessions, which that is huge. For an offense that has been ugly at times, and this is a team that was continuing to win ugly week in and week out, this was far from ugly. This was a very, very sexy victory uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, they went in, uh, they beat a good Tennessee team. Uh, Nick Chubb also w- was good on the ground. He had 80 yards and a touchdown with 26 yards through the air. Uh, Ryan Tannehill finished 29 for 45, 389 yards, at three touchdowns and an interception. Corey Davis had a big time game, 11 receptions, 182 yards, and he had a touchdown. But like we talked about, the Browns, this is a big time victory. Because uh, despite, you know, having a decent record, it really seemed like Cleveland wasn't picking up any quality wins. Uh, we saw them, you know, get beat up by the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know, get get trounced by the, by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it was really good for them to go in and just leave no doubt. Uh, this game, like we talked about, it, it finished closer than maybe it was uh, throughout the game. I think it was a dominant victory uh, for this Cleveland Browns team. And uh, they, they held Derrick Henry to just 60 yards on 15 carries, uh, and just an impressive victory. Baker Mayfield's looking good. Uh, it looked at times like you know he might not be an upgrade over Case Keenum, his backup, but he's been playing really well the last few weeks, uh, and that continued with a really nice victory uh, over the Tennessee Titans. And then on to the next game, and it's the division rivalry. The Saints going into Atlanta and playing the Atlanta Falcons, and the Saints walk away with a 21-16 victory. This one ended up coming down to the wire. It was a fun game to watch. Taysom Hill has arguably his best game uh, as a pro. He threw his very first touchdown pass as a pro NFL player. He hasn't thrown one since his days at BYU, Brigham Young University, the home of the Mormons. In Utah. Yeah, in Utah. Joe pipes up when I say BYU.
1: That's where uh, Brandon Sanderson went as well. Yeah, wow. Uh, the, the the book guy the book guy the yeah. the author. Yeah, nice. What is uh? Why is that? Uh, significant
0: that he went to BYU. Yeah, well, it's just like because Taysom Hill often guys that go to BYU It's not really significant I just kind of threw it in there but guys that go to BYU when they come into the NFL they often come in old because Mormons they always go on like what a two-year mission. Oh You have you heard of that? Nope. Okay. I, I don't know if it's when they're done college or whatever but they go like abroad and they do missions work for like two years or something. That's like a common thing. Wow. Uh, so Taysom Hill did that. And now he's like an old, he was an older rookie. It's just, I don't know. He's just a white guy. He's from Utah. He's from BYU. He hadn't thrown a touchdown pass in the NFL. Uh, so I was just saying, you know, the last time he threw one was when he was playing at BYU. Okay. And if you were listening, you probably would have heard that. Uh, <laughs> but Taysom Hill, he heard you guys doubting him because he played really well. He finished 23, 27. For thirty-seven, two hundred thirty-two yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He also had eighty-three yards on the ground. So a big-time game for Taysom Hill. As the Cowboys just score another touchdown, they're up ten to seven on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Alvin Kamara finally had a bounce-back game. Fifteen yards or fifteen carries, rather, for eighty-eight yards on the ground. And uh, this was a uh, a solid victory. The Saints have now clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they're just Keeps stacking wins, stacking wins. Uh, They're still the number one seed uh, in the NFC. And this, you know, a lot of people want to talk about, uh, is there a quarterback controversy in New Orleans because of Taysom Hill playing as well as he is? I doubt it. I think if anything, Taysom Hill has just kind of got himself more playing time. Uh, I think he is developing as a passer. We saw his first, uh, his last two weeks, you know, he didn't, he was making plays, a lot of them with his legs uh, he wasn't making tremendous throws, but I thought that he played a lot better uh, in this game, really making reads, uh, you know, and, and just overall as a passer, I thought he played played a good uh, game. As Drew Brees uh, it is projected to potentially come back next week, uh, I think it's just another weapon that the New Orleans Saints have going into the 2020 uh, postseason uh, with Taysom Hill. So a, a good solid win against a division opponent, Uh, And one that usually gives them troubles. But they now finish the season series sweep uh, of the Atlanta Falcons. So a good win uh, for the New Orleans Saints. On to the next game. And it's the Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. Another divisional matchup. And the Colts walk away barely by the skin of their teeth. With a 26-20 victory uh, over the Houston Texans. Despite Deshaun Watson playing really well still. I mean, if he was on a winning team, he would definitely be an MVP candidate, if not win the whole darn thing. Uh, he, he was 26 or 38, 341 yards, uh, no touchdowns through the air, but he did, and, and an interception, but he did have also have 38 yards on the ground uh, and a touchdown. Phillip Rivers played uh, a solid game despite being uh, injured. Uh, we, he, apparently, he's going to need uh, surgery on his foot. He has extreme turf toe, some people are calling it, which sounds awful. Um, Joe, you're looking that up. Extreme. Well, just look up turf toe. I don't think extreme turf toe is actually a thing. Uh, But he played well. He was 285 uh, yards, two touchdowns, an interception, a good bounce back win uh, for the Indianapolis Colts after a disappointing loss uh, to the Tennessee Titans. Jonathan Taylor, finally, a guy that I traded for in fantasy, uh, had himself a game, 91 yards on the ground, 44 through the air, uh, also had a touchdown through the air. Uh, Kiki Kuti, that's a fun name to say. One day we're going to, have to do a podcast where we just find the f- most fun names uh, in the NFL. And Kiki Kuti has got to be. That's that's, a, that's Kiki Kuti. His first name Kiki, last name Kuti. That's wow. what a
1: cool name that is. Turf toe is a sprain of the big toe <laughs> joint resulting from injury during sports activities the joint of your big toe Mm. like you know the joint on your big toe the one that bends okay and when your foot goes like this (laughs) why are you raising your voice like that that's the one and when you sprain it that's Mm. turf toe so i guess just your big toe can you get turf toe
0: on a different toe
1: (laughs) i'm sure you could well they'll have listen
0: these are real questions that people are gonna have um and i'm sure a lot of the questions that deshaun watson has I gotta stop with that. that's too many transitions. I do that all the if time. If they work, they work. Then I think that one was gonna work, but if people are gonna be like, "Okay, man, no, relax I, with really the transitions." It's really good trends. when you do it. Just do. Uh, okay. Start again. Start. Again. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Deshaun, what? How did I do it? <laughs> okay, Deshaun <laughs> Watson. Uh, he, like I said, playing really well. He has no help around him. Uh, Will Fuller was just suspended. Bradley Roby is now suspended. Uh, he has nothing. Bill O'Brien tore that team down. Uh, The Colts defense looked way better with Danico Autry and DeForest Buckner back. They are once again back to being their dominant selves um, with those two guys along that defensive line. Uh, And and, yeah, a good win. The Colts still alive with the Titans losing uh, to the Cleveland Browns this week. Uh, A good win to stay uh, in the fight for that first place in the division. Uh, so a big time win for uh, Houston. Oh, yeah. And we forgot to talk about the way this game ended. Almost gloss over that. Houston Texans driving. They have a chance to win this game. Uh, they're at their two-yard line. Uh, the two-yard line. There's, Joe, they're two yards away from scoring a touchdown. Okay.
1: How many feet is that?
0: Two yard. I don't know. Six feet. Really?
1: Yes. One yard is three feet.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that. I watch football. I, I honestly didn't know that one yard is three feet. Okay, Do you know how
1: many inches that is?
0: What three feet? Thirty-six inches. Wow, very good. So they were they were how many inches away from a touchdown?
1: They were seventy-two inches away from a touchdown.
0: Wow, I don't know if that's correct, but I'm just too lazy to what's check. What's
1: thirty-six times two? Hey Siri. <laughs> what's thirty-six times two? Thirty-six times 72.
0: seventy-two. Seventy-two. Very good. So they were seventy-two inches away from a touchdown. And the center for the Houston Texans, Joe, leave us alone. Uh, The center for the Houston Texans has a horrible snap that hits off the hip of Deshaun Watson, uh, results in a a fumble, the Indianapolis Colts recover, and that's how the Houston Texans lose and fall to 4-8 on what has been a miserable, miserable season uh, there in Houston. On to the next game, it was the Raiders At the New York Jets, the the winless Jets going into the season, or into this week, rather. I really have trouble with weeks and seasons. I always get them mixed up for some reason. Uh, But the the Jets were uh, winless, the opposite of undefeated, going into this game. Uh, And this was for sure a trap game uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, who barely, barely, again, by the skin of their teeth, Joe. I'm talking skin of their teeth. My teeth don't have skin on it, but maybe somebody's teeth do. Uh, and the Raiders just barely made it by by that
1: skin. <clears throat> what was the last team that, um, if there ever was, what was the last team that went completely mm. defeated? Defeated? <laughs> That's a good way to put that. The Cleveland Browns, uh,
0: 2016? Yeah, not that long ago, a few years ago. The Cleveland Browns went 0-16. There's been two other teams, or two teams to go 0-16, the Browns and the Detroit Lions. Wow! Oh, maybe the Jets. Yeah, maybe the probably the Jets. This was really their one chance, I think, to to get a win. Who knows? Maybe they'll beat somebody down the stretch, but they were up uh, late in this game. They were up by four points, and the the um, Oakland Raiders, sorry, Las Vegas Raiders had uh, one final chance. There was less than thirty seconds on the clock, uh, and Greg Williams, the genius that that man is, the defensive coordinator. Uh, for the New York Jets called a zero blitz in, a, in what was a Hail Mary situation. So basically, uh, for those of you that don't maybe know what a zero blitz is, uh, he made it so that uh, his corners were playing man-to-man on receivers that were streaking down the field. And this is not any receivers. This is one of them is Henry Ruggs, who might possibly be the fastest man in the whole NFL. So you had Lamar Jackson, an undrafted cornerback, not that Lamar Jackson. The other Lamar Jackson, an undrafted cornerback, uh, rookie, playing against Henry Ruggs, and uh, you send an all-out blitz, no safety help. Lamar Jackson bites on the double uh, on on the uh, double move. Derek Carr launches a ball deep to Henry Ruggs and wins it at the last second. Uh, and this really looked like the Jets were intentionally trying to lose this game. I don't think they were. Uh, <laughs> who knows? But uh, Greg Williams was. Uh, promptly fired the day after this decision. So he is no longer the defensive coordinator of the of the, uh, the New York Jets. What a, what, a, what a mind-numbingly stupid play. I mean, it's a complete embarrassment. Uh, and the Las Vegas Raiders avoided a complete embarrassment by the Jets be, just being a little bit better at embarrassing themselves. They've been pretty good at, at it this season. And you're hoping that all this embarrassment, if you're a Jets fan, results in the ultimate prize, which is Trevor Lawrence, At the end of the season, but yeah, this was an—I still cannot believe the Jets lost this game. It seems almost impossible the way that they lost this game, but they did it. The Jets are finding new ways to lose every single week, and odds are uh, they're—they're on their way to it to an 0 and 16 season, and that's what it might take uh, to get that number one pick over the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, and pick the Golden Boy Trevor Lawrence. On to the next game, and it's the Lions against. The Chicago Bears. That's right. Guess who was
1: playing in this game? Tell him, Joe. Why do you always... <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm? Was it Mr. Bisky? Mi- Mr. Biskey? <laughs> was it Mr. Biskey? It's our boy, Mr.
0: Bisky. And he did not win this game. I'm not going to lie to you. He didn't win this game. But that's okay. You know, if you support somebody, it's through thick and thin. You know, and he didn't win this game. But on a serious note, the Chicago Bears offense has genuinely looked better with Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, <clears throat> sorry, no, what came over me? Mitch Trubisky uh, playing for Chicago. Nick Foles was terrible. Uh, he was not getting the job done. Mitch Trubisky came in and genuinely played played fairly well. He, he didn't have an interception in this game. He had 267 yards. I uh, did have a really bad fumble uh, that, you, that you cannot have. But um, Detroit picks up their first win since firing Matt Patricia. In their first game since firing Matt Patricia, Matthew Stafford had 402 yards, uh, three touchdowns and interception. Adrian Peterson chipped in two touchdowns. Adrian Peterson somehow, someway, still scoring touchdowns in 2020 despite being at least 47 years old. Um, David Montgomery played a pretty decent game and so uh, did Mitch Rubisky, but it just was not enough to beat the Detroit Lions and that boost that firing your head coach gets, I you know one day a team should try uh, firing a head coach every single week and seeing if you can go undefeated because it seems like every time a team fires their head coach, they win the week the next week. So you know it's a worth a shot. You know you hire a guy at the beginning of the season, fire him, and then fire his replacement, and then fire just until you have no guys left, uh, and just see if you know see what what the result of that was. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't really know where to go from here. The uh, <laughs> Detroit Lions and the Bears probably don't know where to go from here. They're both 5-7. and seven. Not really a chance at the playoffs for either of these teams. It's been a colossal collapse uh, for Chicago who, listen, they started 3-0 with Mitch Rabiske. With Mitch Trubisky playing, they were 3-0. and I just want you guys to know that. And they now lost six in a row, Chicago. So you guys did this to yourselves. Uh, he was a big part of this podcast. You ripped him away and you put a hex on yourself. And now you lost to the Detroit Lions. So that's what you get. On to the next game. And it was my Miami Dolphins playing the Cincinnati Bengals uh, in what was a, a chaotic 19-7 victory uh, over the Cincinnati Bengals. Tua, it wasn't, uh, we weren't totally sure if he would be playing in this game. It, it was kind of a game-time decision. Uh, his agent ends up leaking the fact that he's going to play uh, on Saturday. Uh he puts up a tweet and then deletes the tweet and then edits the tweet uh, basically uh, to hide the fact that he just gave uh, up the surprise that Tua was going to play on Sunday. I'm sure Brian Flores was happy about that. But Tua came in, uh, and this was a, a flat performance in the first half by Tua and this offense. Uh, they could not get anything done. They were down 7-6 to six, uh, at the half to the 2-8-1 two Bengals. Jo- uh, Brandon Allen, not Josh Allen, uh, his... Cousin, cousin. I was gonna say, I was gonna say something mean, like, like no, but I won't. His cousin, sure. Um, when he he was 11 for 1,953 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Most of those yards came on a 72-yard touchdown to Tyler Boyd, uh, who was ejected in this game. Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Joe just put a thumbs up as I said Tyler Boyd because he's on his fantasy team. Uh, and then he Did got a- not
1: know that.
0: <laughs> he got ejected. Why? Uh, him and Xavier Howard were, were throwing hands at each other. Really? Xavier Howard, who now has eight interceptions on the season, the most in the NFL. He had another one in this game. Uh, and then later on in the game, him uh, and, and Tyler Boyd were throwing hands. Not really. They ejected them. You You can't throw a punch. As soon as you throw a punch in the NFL, you get ejected. There was no punches thrown. They were kind of just pushing in the general direction of their face. Uh, and so they ejected him. It was kind of weak, but there was a lot of chippiness in this game. Uh, there would be more ejections. Devontae Parker, uh, Mac Hollins would get ejected. Uh, there was some of the biggest cheap shots I've ever seen. The, the Cincinnati Bengals, and this might be me being biased as a Dolphins fan, but they they are dirty. Holy smokes, they're dirty. Uh, Sean Williams, there's the safety for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, is suspended for this game because he stomped on a Dolphins player's ankle. Uh, in the middle, or is a uh, play ended, Solomon Kinley on the ground. Uh, and you can see in the video, uh, Sean Williams look down, see the ankle, stomp on it. As he's stomping on it, he kind of looks up and walks away like it's not happening. And you can tell Solomon Kinley kind of looks like, hey, man, what the heck? Uh, and so he got suspended for that. That could have been a lot worse. Uh, could have been an injury. That was a dirty play. And then M- Mike Thomas, not the cool Michael Thomas, the one that's good at football, But uh, the third best Mike Thomas in the NFL uh, absolutely destroyed Jaquem Grant two times uh, on a punt return. Hit him way too early. Uh, Just some of the dirtiest moves you'll ever see. And this guy is a real, real piece of garbage. I'm not going to lie because he did not show any remorse uh, for any of them. He was smiling, having a good time after completely spearing Jakeem Grant. uh, Just some of the dirtiest, most dangerous hits you'll see. And that caused a big-time fight. Devontae Parker, one of Jakeem Grant's best friends on the team, ended up throwing punches. Uh, It was a big-time brawl. Brian Flores himself, uh, the Dolphins coach, went to midfield and looked like he was down to fight somebody. He was not happy. And that's kind of cool. You know, That's what what you like to see from a head coach. Uh, He he said after the game that he should have controlled himself. But that's exactly why the Dolphins, I think, as a roster, would run through a brick wall uh, for Brian Flores. Uh, He's completely changed the culture there. Uh, It's a brotherhood. He was saying how he feels like uh, the guys on this on his team are like his sons, and he has to go and defend them. So that was definitely uh, you know nice to see uh, him him go and do that. Uh, and Tua, like we talked about, did not play well in the first half. They came out up tempo. They came out no huddle. Played ended up finishing pretty well. They could not finish drives with touchdowns, and I think that goes back to Chan Gailey again. He's not a very good offensive coordinator. But Tua finished twenty six for thirty nine, two hundred ninety six yards, uh, and a touchdown. And Mike Kosicki had nine receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Another big game uh, for him. And that Dolphins defense took over and allowed, I think, negative four yards up until the very end of the game uh, in that second half to the Cincinnati Bengals. They also had six sacks and two interceptions. Uh, So a a big win as the Dolphins have a really tough stretch now coming uh, to keep their playoff hopes alive uh, at 8-4. and And then we had the New England Patriots, uh, going to Los Angeles and playing the lock, a central lock for Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert, and dropping a 45 to nothing bomb on the Los Angeles Chargers. Bill Belichick uh, exposed, as he usually does with rookie quarterbacks, exposed Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert finished 26 for 53, 209 yards, no touchdowns, uh, and two interceptions. His worst game by far uh, as a pro player. And Cam Newton. Somehow, this is insane. He finished 12 for 19, 69 yards uh, and a touchdown through the air. He had also had two touchdowns on the ground and 48 yards. But he had 69 yards passing and you still won by 45 to nothing. That seems insane. Uh, Damien Harris had himself another good game. But two special teams touchdowns for New England. Uh, just show how much coaching, I think, uh, plays a factor. Anthony Lynn, we, we heard things that he's on the hot seat. This is definitely not going to help his case uh, after this week. Uh, as the, the Los Angeles Chargers did not look good uh, against a depleted Patriots team. But like we said, coaching makes a huge difference. And when you have the greatest coach of all time uh, on your sideline, it certainly helps. Especially when you score two special team touchdowns and put an absolute uh, dominating performance on the Los Angeles Chargers. And refuse to go away. I mean, the, the Patriots... Uh, as much as everybody wants them to go away, they refuse to go away. And they're still going to be competitive here in the late weeks, uh, looking to get into the playoffs. Then we had another divisional matchup, the Rams at the Cardinals. And the Rams walk away with a 38-28 victory. Jared Goff, after being criticized by almost everybody, uh, including his head coach, had a big-time bounce-back game, 37-47, for 47, 351 yards, a touchdown touchdown. No interceptions. Kyler Murray, he just has not been the same. I don't know if it's since that shoulder injury or what's going on, but he's twenty. He was twenty-nine for thirty-nine, one hundred and seventy-three yards. He did have three touchdowns, but he also had an interception and he lost a fumble. Uh, and this this Cardinals offense has not been the same uh, the last few weeks. They dropped to six and six now, uh, and, and the Rams moved to eight and four, back atop uh, the NFC West. So a good win uh, for a team that you know there was a lot of doubts. With them as they lost to the San Francisco 49ers the, uh, the week before. Uh, but it was a good win. Goff bounced back. Their defense is, is playing well. Uh, and, and the Cardinals, they have some, they have some, uh, some demons to exercise. They have not been playing well lately. Their offense, their passing game is going back to looking how it did uh, closer to the beginning of the season. And not so much in the middle of the season. So you hope that they can figure things out. And they're going to have to because with the Rams now surging. Uh, and then you have the Seahawks tied there. Uh, for first place uh, in that division you're gonna have to get your stuff together uh, especially with the 49ers potentially not being out of the playoff race on to the next game we had the Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers and it was a 30 to 16 victory for the Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers finishes 25 for 34 295 yards three touchdowns and not a pick in sight Uh, Aaron Jones has himself a day as well uh, 15 carries, 130 yards, and Devontae Adams also 10 receptions, 121 yards, and two touchdowns. That offense for the Packers is loaded. I mean, we thought that Aaron Rodgers didn't have any weapons uh, going to the season. We criticized the front office for not getting him more weapons, uh, but it looks like they're going to do just fine with the weapons that they have. Uh, we've seen Robert Tunyon play well this year, uh, you know, and Alan Lazard's been helpful when he's been healthy. Uh, And Marquez Valdez-Scanling either scores a 70-yard touchdown or drops a game-winning catch. There's no in-between with him, but he still has flashes once in a while. So a big victory uh, for the Green Bay Packers and for the Philadelphia Eagles. They finally did it. They benched Carson Wentz after what has been a miserable season there in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz was 6 for 15, 79 yards. Uh, He was sacked four times before he was finally mercifully pulled for Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts honestly came in and gave them a little bit of a spark. Uh, it almost seemed like they might come back in this game to to win, uh, or or at least compete to win this game. As uh, Jalen Hurts came in, they scored a touchdown, then they had a punt return for a touchdown. They were making some stops on the Packers, but then Aaron Jones had himself a huge touchdown run to put the dagger in the hearts of the Eagles. And Jalen Hurts has officially been named uh, the starter there in Philadelphia, and I think this is the right move. Uh, For the Eagles Uh, this season is lost. I mean it it all it all honestly seems as sad as it is With how bad the NFC East is it seems like that's out of the question at this point You're not going to win that division uh, As some of the other teams are starting to improve and the Eagles have shown no signs of improvement I think it's you know right now as they sit uh, they would have the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft Uh, and if you have the sixth pick uh, you're well within range uh, to get a good quarterback. So, why not see what you have uh, with Jalen Hurts? Uh, even if you're not totally sold on giving up on Carson Wentz this season, if you're in position to get uh, one of those top tier quarterbacks, uh, you know, you want to know what you have. And we saw Carson Wentz just wasn't able to do much uh, this season at all. Uh, and you can blame him, you can blame the coaching, you can blame the injuries, you can blame this uh, surrounding talent, but he just wasn't good enough. Uh, and now Jalen Hurts gets his chance, and they get a chance to see what they have with him and potentially where they go in the future uh, at the quarterback position and at, you know, as a team in general. I think this team is going to have to do a lot of retooling, a lot of rebuilding, because there's a lot of holes on this roster. And then onto to the Sunday night game is the Broncos at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs walk away with another victory, 22-16. Patrick Mahomes finishes with 318 yards, a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, 136 yards and a touchdown. And the Denver Broncos tried their very best to hang around uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, but they just could not uh, you know, come out with a victory, could not stop Patrick Mahomes and, Ty, uh, and Travis Kelsey. Rather. Uh, Drew Locke played okay. He could have maybe potentially been average Joe of the week if they would have won. Uh, but he was 15 for 28, 151 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Melvin Gordon had 131 yards on the ground, uh, but like I said, the, the Broncos uh, played it close. Their def- defense played fairly well, uh, but Patrick Mahomes is just too much, uh, and I think he's the the MVP frontrunner. I think it pretty much comes down at this point to him and Aaron Rodgers, uh, and it's gonna be fun to see where that goes in the future. Uh, who's gonna who's gonna you know pull pull ahead, and who's gonna win an MVP? Is Aaron Rodgers gonna come back out of nowhere? and win an MVP, or will Patrick Mahomes continue his utter dominance of the NFL and win yet another MVP just a few years into his his career? Finally, on to the final two games that we talked about. We're not going to talk about the Cowboys and Ravens game as it's still going on. Uh, The Cowboys just missed a field goal. The Ravens lead 14-10 in the second quarter. I believe it's commercial right now, so I can't see. Uh, But Washington at Pittsburgh, the Washington football team... With one of the biggest upsets of the season, we talked about some of these NFC East teams surging. Uh, everybody basically but the Eagles and potentially the Cowboys surging right now at the best time uh, for that NFC East. The Washington football team go into Heinz Field and upset the 11-0 undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Give them their first L of the season, a 23-17 victory. Uh, Steelers started off hot. I think they got off to a 14-0 nothing. Uh, lead over Washington. At that point, I thought it was over. I thought there was no chance Washington was coming back in this game, um, but they did. Alex Smith, despite bleeding from his leg at one point and a lot of blood, and that's a guy whose leg was almost gone. Why was he bleeding from his leg? I don't. I think he got cleated. I think somebody hit him with a cleat. Oh, so it's not like an old wound. No, it was. It, I don't even think it was the same leg. Uh-huh. But initially, watching it. Uh, I kind of turned over to the TV and saw his leg gushing blood, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I that that was a scare because <laughs> Alex Smith is like everybody's baby, and we just want to protect him right now because, yeah. holy smokes, be careful out there, uh, Alex Smith. But he was not careful when he was destroying this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, again, with the transitions. Like, got to just stop doing that. But he was 31 for 46, 296 yards, a touchdown. And Logan Thomas, who has been sort of a fun little player uh, for the Washington football team, he finished with nine receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. He is, he is a big offensive weapon for that Washington team. Uh, and that Washington defense is, is well-rounded. They're coming into their own. They have a, a talented, obviously, defensive line. They have some pretty good linebackers. Their secondaries are uh, really underrated. And they, they, they gave the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously, their best fight of the season as they went in and, and handed them their first loss. Uh, wa- that defense can be a problem. Montez Sweat seems to knock down like four passes every single game. And he had a huge uh, tipped pass that ended up with an interception that locked this game up for Washington. Uh, and in the 1972, uh, Dolphins rejoice with this victory because now they are still the one thing that the Dolphins fans are just hanging on to. Uh, only undefeated team in the history of the NFL your 1972 Dolphins. Obviously, it's a little bit different this year as Don Shula passed away, uh, so it's a little bit bittersweet for Dolphins fans and for that 1972 team. But still, pretty sweet uh, to to still be the only undefeated team in NFL history. Good try, Steelers, uh, but not quite. Now we move on to the final game that we're recapping, and it is the the final, the official Monday Night Football game. The other one was just a, a game that got moved. But Monday Night Football on ESPN, and it was the Buffalo Bills against the San Francisco 49ers. I did pick the Bills to win this game. I thought that the Niners would give them a, a, a better fight. I thought that it would be maybe be a close game and, and that uh, the 49ers could maybe uh, you know, even pull off a victory as they looked really good against the Rams. But the Bills, they were dominant in this game, and Josh Allen was, was really good uh, in this game. There are games where he just takes over and, and there seems like there's wide-open receivers all over the field. He finds Stephon Diggs every other pass attempt uh, on the sidelines for like a 20, 30-yard gain. Uh, and, and he was good. He was he was dealing uh, the Bills all the way to a 34 to 24 victory. He finished 32 for 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he's a potential MVP candidate. Don't sleep on Josh Allen, uh, who I was still dead wrong about coming into this season. Cole Beasley's been been a huge help for this Buffalo Be- Bees Buffalo Bees team, Buffalo Bills uh, team. Is that he had nine receptions, 103 yards, and a touchdown. And Nicky Mullins, little Nicky Mullins, he plays really good at some points, and then some points he does things that make you scratch your head. He finished with 316 yards, three touchdowns, but also two interceptions. And the Bills, they just win games that they should win. They and that is one of the things as as a Dolphins fan. It's frustrating because the Bills, they don't go into games like this where they should win, where they're the better team. They don't lose these games. they If they, if they are the better team, they're going to win. They're going to go and take care of business. Uh, and they're they are consistent week in and week out. They've had a couple of, uh, they've had three losses on the season. Uh, none of them uh, really all that unimpressive. Uh, you can say the Titans game was, was a tough loss. But that was, there was a lot of chaos going on there with uh, COVID-19. Uh, but the Buffalo Bills, they continue to stack wins. And, and I would say they, they've just about locked up the AFC East, which is big for that Buffalo um, Bills team. And Josh Allen is playing out of his mind. And Sean McDermott Dermott has completely turned this team around. And they're looking good heading uh, into the postseason. Moving on to the final segment in today's show, and it's the picks for Week 14. We start things off with a Week 14 Thursday Night Coffee pick sponsored by Folgers, that's right. Folgers coffee. Thank you so and much. How does that
1: theme song go? Uh,
0: everybody knows your name. That one <laughs> is that. Is that Saved by the Bell? Uh, no, this oh. is So Broken. Oh gosh, I
1: think that's Cheers. The show Cheers. Maybe I don't even know. I hope I'm right on that. Is that the one where it's like the bunch of those scientists that are like, like <laughs> best friends and they like live close to each other. A pretty bad show, but
0: no, I think it's the one where they're it's a group of friends, uh, and they're just friends. Oh, yeah, and I,
1: then there's like the silly one, I, <laughs> and then the one who's always got the problems. <laughs> oh, that one,
0: yeah, that's definitely the one. Oh, okay, uh, with the Patriots at the Rams on Thursday Night Football, and I'm picking the Rams despite the Patriots going on a little bit of a streak here. I still think the Rams are playing well, I'm gonna pick them to win 31 to 20. Over doing the Patriots. I just don't think the Patriots have enough firepower. Uh, as far as an offensive passing game goes. And they have a good run game. But the Rams have Aaron Donald. Uh, and I think that will be the difference maker in this game. And we move on to the 1 o'clock games. We have Kansas City at Miami. As much as I would love for my Miami Dolphins to go in and beat Kansas City. Defending Super Bowl champions. I cannot pick them. I can't do it. Uh, so the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to pick them to lose. Kansas City. i uh, and also a fun fact i did not pick a lock last week i forgot i wasn't scared i just forgot (laughs) i wasn't (laughs) wasn't scared scared. you didn't slap it into me i I just totally forgot to pick a lock was last
1: week the slap week
0: yeah last week you slapped me that feels like a week ago it was like two years ago oh my goodness i know i thought Uh, that was
1: like two episodes ago
0: no it was last week for sure uh in houston at chicago i'm gonna pick chicago to win that game Uh, and then Tennessee at Jacksonville. I'm going to pick Tennessee. Jacksonville's not good. Uh, and then Denver at Carolina. This is a this is a, a game that could go either way, I think. But I like Carolina. I think they're a fun uh, team. They're coming off a bye week. I'm going to pick them uh, to outgun Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos. And Dallas at Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to pick Dallas. I th- I don't think they're perfect, but I think they're playing better. Their defense has been uh, better. The defensive line is not atrocious anymore I'm going to pick them to beat uh, Cincinnati and then Arizona at the New York Giants and this was another one that I really struggled to pick but I'm going to pick the Giants I think Arizona is in a bad spot they're struggling right now Uh, the Giants their defense coming together uh, it's in New York Uh, Kyler Murray has to play outside I don't know if he's really affected by that but I'm going to say that he is I'm going to say the Giants beat the Arizona Cardinals and then Minnesota at Tampa Bay Tampa Bay coming off A bye week. I'm going to pick them to win that game, but I could, I wouldn't be totally surprised to see Minnesota win, but I'm going to pick Tampa Bay coming off that bye. And then we move to the four o'clock game, that's Indianapolis versus Las Vegas. And this is my lock of the week. I'm going to lock up the Indianapolis Colts to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't feel confident about it. And as a Dolphins fan, you root against the Raiders uh, because they're competing for uh, one of those last playoff spots. And then the Jets at Seattle. The Jets fall, fall to 0-13 now uh, with a loss to Seattle, I'm projecting. And then Green Bay at Detroit. I'm going to pick Green Bay to win that game because they are awesome. And then Atlanta at the Los Angeles Chargers. I think Atlanta is a pretty decent team, uh, better than the Chargers. So I'm going to pick them to win that game. And then New Orleans at Philadelphia. Uh, the Eagles are not good despite moving to Jalen Hurts. Not quite good enough to beat one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, New Orleans gonna win that game. Washington at San Francisco. I originally picked San Francisco, but I changed my mind. I'm gonna say Washington wins that game, uh, and them and the Giants just duke it out for that final playoff spot there, that division uh, win there in the NFC East. And then we move on to the Sunday night game. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. This is a fun game. Looking forward to this matchup, and I'm gonna pick Buffalo to win. I uh, you know Pittsburgh just suffered their first loss of the season, and I think it's gonna go to two. Straight losses as Buffalo is playing really well. Loved what I saw out of them uh, on Monday Night Football. And I think they keep it going with a big win over Pittsburgh. And then Baltimore at Cleveland on Monday Night Football to end things off. I'm going to pick Cleveland. Uh, as much as I'm not confident about that, I like what Cleveland is doing right now. I think Baltimore is going the opposite direction. Uh, but maybe they can get things together uh, with Lamar Jackson back now as they're up 17-10 to 10 on the Cowboys right now. But I'm going to pick Cleveland to win that, and that sort of wraps things up uh, on today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I don't know if you, uh, I don't know about you, Joe. Uh, I enjoyed myself. I, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed watching uh, videos on your phone while I was talking again. Excuse or? me. <laughs>
1: sorry, I wasn't. I was looking up how stuff that's valuable to the podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank BTS you. BTS stuff. Thank okay? you. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to console Joe, so I'm going to have to let you guys go. But if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, please share it with a friend. We would really appreciate it. Uh, again, we have a, a surprise guest next week. I think it's going to add a fun aspect to the podcast. Really looking forward to it, as long as he doesn't cancel on us. But we have a surprise guest next week, so make sure you tune into that and give us a five star rating wherever you're listening to the podcast, but especially on Apple Podcasts if you give us a 5 star rating, you give us a review we'll say whatever you want on the podcast whatever you want as long as it's not offensive or mean or bullying uh, we'll say it on this little show, Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore average Joe show Uh, looking forward to the home stretch here of the NFL season, a lot of fun uh, playoff matchups especially in the AFC it seems like it's really going to come down to the wire Um, Joe you got anything to say before we before we send them off Nah, man. Okay. <laughs> I think it's becoming a tradition where you have nothing to say at the end of the podcast. Well, you just,
1: you just throw it in there. Okay. want me to
0: improv? Yes. Give me a character. Okay. Uh, we will catch you guys on the next one.